Throws me in the dumper like in Purple Rain. One of those. Dumper? Did, dumpster. They, dumper, either. <laughs> they ask you to do one of those early. Like, dumper stumper with the big ass and, from Bambi. <laughs> God, Chris Fleming! Hi, Caleb. Hi, honey. Thank you so much for doing this. And please do figure out the mic. I, <laughs> I'm treating like an oil rig. You're like, you're like oh, hey. Uh. Chris Fleming's physical comedy never stops. No, no, no. He couldn't if he tried. I asked for this vine. <laughs> Can you make the mic wrap around like a, like a vineyard? Sorry. Me, me being like, let's start. The mic's on the floor. <laughs> do you ever see footage? That's great. That's great. Do you ever see footage of a podcast video and you're like, you're fully supine? Like, fully. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, as a fat person, especially, I'm like, I'll, I'll see myself and I literally look like, I look like Jabba the Hutt, like chained up in the basement. I'm like, the, the just lighting. Over. It's like FBI raid lighting for most of these podcasts. And I watch it back. I'm like, oh, oh is Cindy Lauper doing podcasts now? <laughs> Is that Molly Pitcher? <laughs> Not Molly Pitcher. The biggest uh, hit to my confidence is stand-up stand show photographers. Oh. They will take any chance they can to ruin you. And it's the most booming industry, I think, in L.A. right now. There's there's like... And everyone's got a style. 700. Oh, yeah. They're like, mine are pink. You know? <laughs> it's like everyone's got their own little take on it. And the, and the, and the lie of a stand-up photo is you, never, you can't tell if someone's bombing or not. No. Like, you don't... They don't capture the, the crowd just totally sullen, you know? And only physical comedians win at this game. I'm, I'm a guy who just stands up there and talks, and so I never win because all my stand-up photos are like... You don't just stand up there and talk. You just... You, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pistol-whipping the audience no, but with you're my fast. intellect. You're fast. Chris, you are one of my favorite comedians in the whole world, and this is not, this is not just because you're on the pod. This is true. I tell everyone this. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a huge fan of yours. I'm such a huge fan of yours. Oh my you, God. you hit high decibels in those rooms. Well, because you, I'm because I'm being really loud. No, 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 no. You're getting, an, <laughs> yeah. Could you quiet? You're down? saying I'm too rowdy of a comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're saying I'm killing. Yes, Chris. Yes. Stop. I've never seen you not kill. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I am shocked that more people don't put us on shows together. There's a fear, mm. I think, around you and I being on the same lineup. Too much power. It would be like. Uh, It'd be, it'd be like that bumping mics thing. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is that? It was, that is? it was it was handily the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It was it was uh, I, it was I want to say Jeff Ross. It was some some horrible looking people uh, doing in the comedy and like it wasn't even lit. And it's just them. And then when they like something that one said, they go kaboom. And then they literally did I? This is real, right? This is a live show. They were like roasting yeah. each other, and when it was a good roast, they'd be like. They, they, then they hit the, the mics together. It's just called bumping mics. And Robbie Pross said, yeah, let's put this on. Let me tell you something about roast comedy. Mm -hmm. Everyone involved should spend some time in prison. Roast yeah, comedy to me week, is yeah. the most, it's the silliest. And it's like, and then the, the way people like perform being a good sport, mm. where they're like, oh, he really, really got my dead mom on that one. I'm no. like, what are you doing? I, I know of a friendship that got ruined by a roast. <laughs> but, and they both bombed. Like, and, they, and they just, they tore each other apart. Yeah. And then they went home and never, they like, the, the story is like they were in the parking lot. And they just went to their cars and they haven't talked. And they were like good friends. All for naught. All for naught. To do all of that and then bomb. Yeah. What a crazy, crazy It's also thing. a really indulgent thing. It's like roasts, if, like a roast of Dean Martin or something. When the world knows, it's like, we, it's, it's a really aggrandizing way. It's like self-aggrandizing to, to be roasted. Yeah. It's like. 
Oh, you guys know everything about yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you've pegged all my little eccentricities. And it's just we're just seeing these freaks from Austin that we have never heard about. And well, they're... what's going on in Austin? Can we get the mics cut? Can we get the lights shut down? Oh, I mean, cold plunge. Yeah, like the cold plunge cold community. Plunge. It's like, yeah, first of all, it's such a great advertisement to not do something because they're all purple and, yeah. and they're not right in the eyes. It's like at least the one thing. It's like what you, they're starting their day tricking their central nervous system into thinking that they've fallen through the ice in the Iditarod. And it's like, oh yeah, that kind of stress. That's great. And they're yeah. all they're all the baldest people you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. You know who I want to imitate? The guy who looks half dead that just jumped in cold water to kick off his day because it wasn't enough to like read a good quote or something. <laughs> no. Like this is the only thing that can get me going is if my body is tricked into fearing death. Well and and because almost dying is a good f and not dying is great, yeah. right? That's like what that's isn't that the whole ayahuasca thing? It's like that's like the best thing, but it doesn't mean you should do it daily. And also, what I think it's doing is I think it's really just like a search and rescue mission for a, a not yet expressed personality disorder. What a cold plunge is like, I think it's just going down and trying to ex like wake up a dormant schizophrenia because that's <laughs> trying to pull out that yeah. other character yeah that you've got dr jekyll on the phone yes yes now can we get mr hyde kind of <laughs> yeah. ripped out of the cold waters <laughs> yeah. the depths of the antarctic that's all it is that's all that is do you what personality disorder do you think you're most likely to end up with oh me personally after yeah. a cold plunge what would be ripped out of you? Voices. <laughs> voices. Oh yeah. That clinical diagnosis that oh, is voices. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm hearing like my I'm hearing like my childhood best friend saying stuff to me. <laughs> I had this What's he saying? Well, my my best friend growing up incredibly charismatic little guy. And what he would do is he, one time we spent about eight hours just walking around in the neighborhood and he just told me the whole plot of fly away home. <laughs> Eight hours, and he's just ripping yeah. through. And it's only like an hour and a half. Right, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm going, he must be going beat for beat through this thing. Yeah. And that was your best friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I still love him to this day. What would your personality disorder be? What would be ripped out of me in the cold plunge? Um, probably whatever was going on with Barry in the show Barry. I thought I meant Barry Katz. <laughs> Barry Bonds. Like I would be an incredible baseball email. player. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I would be. I think I would become like a, a contract killer. Like I would, it would, that kind of sociopathy would take me over and allow me to go to that place. Oh, you'd become a killer. Yeah, yeah. I would never kill for fun. I would kill because I've been trapped into it by a guy. You know, I've, I've never seen Barry just because I hate seeing dramatic turns. Okay, <laughs> from okay. So you mean Krasinski's is the one that really that took an hour off of my sleep. <laughs> when Krasinski went, it's like. You have let me okay let me let me point something out very early in the episode. Okay, you have no fear around naming names. You you're you're just you'll go you'll go on stage you'll go on a podcast and you'll say John Krasinski's John Krasinski's career I lose sleep over, <laughs> yeah. and this is a fear you don't have this. Well, fear. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to not tell the truth? I can't not say that's the truth. Yeah, uh, dramatic turns. You know what's sick about me? I like them because I I, yeah. I crave them. I want one. Yeah. I want to be like a silly guy, and then all of a sudden in like 2028, maybe, I want someone to tune in and they go, whoa. Well, you're doing The Matrix Reloaded, aren't you? I'm <laughs> no, even funnier, I'm having, I'm having Lily Wachowski direct and Colin Trevorrow from Jurassic Movies produce my indie drama movie. Which makes, I love them to death, and I'm so grateful that they're doing it, but I do, there's been a couple people that go, is there gonna be like lasers? Yeah, and it's, I go, it's, no, you it's, on, it's you on the spider. The, 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 <laughs> fucking the three wheeler, rolled up with goggles. Yeah, <laughs> Oakley's on. <laughs> yeah, by that, by that. <laughs> yeah, this is the team I put together to do like the dramatic indie movie about my dad dying. Yeah, I remember talking to you 
right after you went there, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. In the green room. We were yeah. doing you, something you, We that, were in a green room, and you were like, I'm so happy to hear that your dad died. I, I've <laughs> been waiting for you to be brought down a peg. That's what I think you said to me. Yeah, yeah as in confidence. <laughs> Well, that one shouldn't be yeah. said in public. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I had gone home to like deal with that stuff, and like literally just actually, I mean, my dad died two years ago. Just wrapped up the like logistical stuff like a wow. month or two ago. Wow. It's so much paperwork. It's forms. It's like they have, you have to get death certificates to prove that he's died. The body wasn't enough. You know, it's like you have to forms. do all this forms. crazy shit. If I was, if someone said you can have two million dollars, but you have to fill out two forms, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't I, do it. I can do one form. Yeah, two. One, one form Even is DocuSigning. Two, two forms of stone too far. <laughs> and don't bring DocuSign to me because guess what DocuSign is? It's terms and conditions. I'm not reading mm. any of that. I'm going signature, signature, signature. And your signature is just the most pathetic, italicized <laughs> comic sans. It's just like what a hot girl used to write in AIM. And it's, and it's legally binding. They're like, do you adopt this? I'm like, I guess. <laughs> it's just my name it typed slightly diagonal. It's a strip mall Italian restaurant <laughs> font. <laughs> And they go, yeah. now you can't back out of this. This is a Parmigiano. <laughs> Do you want to try <laughs> Nana's favorite pasta dish? And it's written out like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite Italian? My favorite Italian? Food. Per- food. Not okay. Per- I was going to go person. <laughs> no, no. Um, no. My favorite Italian food. God, what do they even make over there? Oh, um, I, I don't think I'm going to say it right, but uh, pasta alla matriciana. Do you know what I'm talking about? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Uh, c'est uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, um, it's like a red sauce with... Um, Chex mix? Yeah, it's, it's puppy chow, <laughs> but with oregano. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's like a red sauce with um, guanciale and onions. And then like, uh, usually I think they do it with like bucatini. See, I'm only aware of like the, the like the three staples. You were gonna go with spaghetti, Bol- no bolognese, <laughs> well, spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, spaghetti bolognese. Sp- honestly, spaghetti stresses me out. Why is that? Do you cut it? I don't want to be like. Because <laughs> you, you know when you're eating it, I don't want to be like. Because you, they're like, they're foot long pieces, right? <laughs> they're. they're I, like, one time in college, I was so hungry, I ate raw spaghetti. You ate night. raw spaghetti. I went down in the night like a raccoon. I went. <laughs> Was there no? It's like a Trader Joe's snack. Was honestly. there no water that you could boil it? I didn't. I wasn't aware yet. This was freshman year. <laughs> I wasn't aware. I didn't know. Cut that. Cut. Take this out. Cut. Yeah. Don't. Make, We're not filming, are we? Don't make me seem crazy on this pod. Has <laughs> my leg been up? This is so embarrassing. The leg's been up the whole time. <laughs> what? How did you? Okay. Here's my, my not question tattooed for you. legs. How humiliating. Do you not have tattoos on your legs? No, I'm not cool enough to have any tattoos. Really. The only two ideas for tattoos that I've ever had are a Sheltie, a Shetland Sheepdog, yes. and a bag of popcorn. Those are legitimately both incredible tattoos, specifically arm or thigh tattoos. Arm or th- Like on the theme? Do- you, put a, you put a Shetland right there? Yeah. Beautiful. What well, about little- a Shetland with, a, with an arrow pointing up? <laughs> Easily. Yeah. You're kidding, but here I am being serious. Or pointing down. Either way is kind of sexy. Tiny little bag of popcorn right here on the arm. People would go, f- people would go feral for this. <laughs> I might have to fuck you if you, you have any. <laughs> Do you have any? I do. I have um, ooh, ooh, quite a few. Oh my god! Only on my left arm so far, though. I haven't. Those are beautiful. Off. Thank you. I've, there's a story for them all, Chris. Who is that? This is a cowgirl with hearts on her handkerchief. Yeah. Um, that I just liked. This is um, 
the state flower of Missouri, a dogwood. Mm-hmm. This is um, just says mama's boy for my mom. Yep. This is a jester frog. <gasps> oh my God, I love that. I knew that you would relate to him most. I knew that you would you would like him. Oh my God. That's my favorite one. That's a, literally a picture of me doing stand-up. <laughs> that's you doing, that's you doing hell for Peacock. <laughs> Why from the Dynasty uh, that, typewriter? That's me. At, that's me at the Elysian opening for like, yeah. for a twenty one year old. <laughs> opening for someone who just blew up on TikTok. Yeah, be like, yeah. Chris, I love your stuff. Could you come open? Who throws me in the dumpster? Well, put- <laughs> <laughs> one of those. Chris, of- I'm such a huge fan. Throws me in the dumper like in Purple Rain. One of those dumper do- dumpster they- dumper either. <laughs> they ask you to do one of those early like- dumper stumper with a big ass and from Bambi. <laughs> We lost. This is the risk of doing one on one off. You can't do one on one off with no. Chris. No. <laughs> they, no, those early when people have just blown up on the internet and they decide they're going to do stand up, so they do one of those lineups that's like, here's 20 people I respect doing three minutes. Yeah, those lineups are my favorite. That's what Nate Bargatze's doing. Is Nate doing that over there? He has like 30 openers. Does he in arenas? What's he doing that for? I don't know. I don't know why he's doing it. <laughs> Nate, answer for yourself. <laughs> have you been one yet? No, you're not. You're not over oh, for Nate. No. Oh no, no, they would. They would hit me with the fire arrow from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I just got. You know who just asked me to open for him? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but Matteo Lane and I love Matteo. Oh, killer! I adore Matteo. And, and great, great arms. Great body. Leads with the leads with the arms. Leads I, with the arms, and then yeah. and then you're surprised when the comedy's good because he's so hot. Yes. You're like, wait a minute. Do you ever see someone like that? And you go, I saw someone last night, and I'm like, ah. Oh, New York comics when they come here, yeah, and they just run laps around us. Oh yeah, because like, they've been doing reps. Because like, they're doing nine shows a night on McDougal Street, yeah. you know, and, and and they're so sharp. Yeah, they like haven't spoken to their parents in years because no, no. their parents don't offer stage time. It's no, like no. New York comics are. I love many of them sociopaths. They're they're yeah. literally they have no they have no they have no life. They have no. They're like. They're like, yeah, sorry, I can't come to your birthday party. I have to do three midnight sets at the store. At Pret-a-Manger. Not the store, whatever, <laughs> yeah. the cellar, whichever fucking one is over there. Do you ever do that places? Uh, I, no. No, me neither. No, I was asked to do the store recently, but I was Ooh. out of town. Yeah. And then it never followed back. I think they said, how dare you? I saw you doing um, the Masonic Lodge for Netflix as a joke, which is why I said, yeah, I'll do the Masonic Lodge. You, really? Yeah, you were the, you know when you see it, you're like, okay, that's, that's cool. Chris. Seriously. Stop, you flatter me. Netflix is a joke though stresses me out because I like, I think my ne- my nephew has a Netflix is a show is a joke show you yeah. know like, <laughs> yeah every, everyone's doing one at, like after Matt Friend or something. At, at... <laughs> well, oh, wait before we go on, can John can we fix the curtain behind Chris? Yeah. Could we make it a little bit worse? Yeah, can we just split that as big as we can? No, I'm kidding. Can we just bring them together? Oh, yeah. There's an older woman who keeps popping her head out from behind She's here. She's pissed. She asked me not to have you on. Have you seen The Visit? The Visit? What is that? Okay, no one's talking about The Visit. It's M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and I look, I know M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan, like we're not, we, we don't indulge, right? Because it's like, oh, we jumped the shark. I watched this last night. You watched M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit last night. <laughs> I I have had chills since. You, okay. have, you have to watch it, Caleb. It is, it is the best concept I've ever seen in a movie. Is it new? I think. <laughs> you don't know when it was made. It's exquisite. M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. Yes. Tell and me it seems it. like SpawnCon. <laughs> tell me about it. No, yeah. Look directly into the camera. Spike the camera. It's, just, it's two children. It's two children visiting their grandparents, of course, for the for meeting them for the, for the first time, and that's right. all I'm going to say. What's not to love? And and it's found footage. It's it's. I'm telling you, are you a horror person? Oh, I can, I can do horror. Yeah, I can do anything I set my mind to. It's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You're making the Matrix Reloaded. Of course yeah. <laughs> the uh, horror for me is it's like taking my anxiety to the dog park. It gives it something that I it, like. It relax. The only way that I can relax is through horror because it, it it all it I can put it somewhere. It's like, it's like cocaine for people who need Ritalin. It's like oh, it, I, all of a sudden I'm focused. I don't need to be at this party. I need to be doing homework. I have a theory about cocaine. Please do it. I think nerds are doing cocaine now. Coke is out. It's nerds. It's nerds now. Coke is for nerds now. It's it's like. You went to music school and you're doing cocaine? Genuine drug addicts do heroin now, <laughs> but genuine drug addicts are off coke. I will tell you that. I have noticed this. Thank you. Okay. And, and what's really scary is a lot of nerds are kind of taking over the zeitgeist. Now nerds are trying to tell us there's two different schools of nerds, right? There's mm -hmm. the school of nerds. Thank you. There's a school of nerds that wants to... Uh, Were you hearing an applause in your head? Yeah. There's a school of nerds. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> I always, when I'm speaking, I always hear an audience affirming me. There's a school of nerds. Let me, let me finish, y'all! Do you start to hear, phant when you're writing jokes, do you hear phantom laps or not phantom laps? I'm like, oh, that's not going to get a laugh. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, more often that's than not, though, I hear the phantom laughs. And I, the problem is, the problem is, it'll be on, like, a setup. Like, I'm literally insane. Like, I'll be writing a joke, and I'll be like, I'm never going to see this coming. Yeah, it's like For sick. me, the setups are the punchline. Thank you. And that's because you're a true joke writer. <laughs> What'd you say? You're a true joke writer. Oh, I thought you called me Scrooge something. I thought you were doing a play on the... You're Scrooge. Ebony, I was like, wow, we're going Christmas Carol right now? <laughs> Sorry, you were, you were saying about... Um, There's two schools of nerds. Okay, yes. There's nerds who want to be rock star cool guys, and so they're trying to do coke, and they think that's going to usher them into cooldom. Yep. Never going to work. You're still a nerd. Yep. And then there's this new age version of nerd coming out mm. that is, um, they're all like cool kids on the internet that are like not having sex, drinking, or doing drugs. Their whole thing is like, I don't need to have casual sex. I don't need <laughs> oh, drugs right. and alcohol. Right, right. I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I need casual sex, okay? Give me an example of this. I'll give you an example of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what does it look like online? Specifically, what it looks like online is the outrage on TikTok and Twitter, mm -hmm. which I sometimes read or watch. I've been off kind of both for a little bit. I'm off. I'm not posting. I'm, I go and post my little, I like, on Twitter, I just post, like, show announcements and articles about me. <laughs> That's it. I see, ter like, really tragic things on Twitter. That's all I see. It's over. It's, uh, yeah, it, yeah. it's over. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, specifically, this is playing out uh, in uh, discourse about whether or not sex scenes should be in movies. Right. Are you right. seeing any of Yes, I've seen that. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Oh, of course. Of I'm course. like, what are you? Of course, they need to fuck in movies. There needs to be more fucking in movies. Yeah, there course. needs to be inappropriate fucking in movies. No more dialogue. Get rid of the. Di Why are these characters talking? <laughs> they could be fucking. What do you think about the Florence Pugh sex scenes in Opp Oppenheimer? I've never I, said it out loud. Oppenheimer. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I saw my parents. Were they good? It's just like her, her character exists only in like a Radisson hotel, like in, a, in like a in like a she doesn't exist. Like it's so Christopher Nolan. She only exists waiting for him in a Radisson. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting on like an egg sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 foolish. She just waits around to get fucked. Is that what's going on there? Yeah. And it drives it. I think it drives him insane. Is that right? Or vice versa? Yeah, yeah, and, and somehow it. it now, who is she driving insane? Killian Murphy. Yes. Okay, she's driving the Mr. Oppen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. I love her, but I have not seen that movie. Oh, I love her too. I love Florence Pugh. Oh my God. We had an incredible night in London. She and I. Tell me more. She. We have mutual friends. She came to. I was doing a run of shows in London. She came to two nights of Soho my hour. theater. Oh, you better believe it. With the the one where it's raked up the one that that room or the downstairs. I did the downstairs. 
did you experience where they're like, it's silent in the nap, it's like, that was the most bloody brilliant thing I've ever seen. And we fucking loved it, mate. Yeah, well, uh, one thing I experienced was they were so bizarre about ticket sales at this venue. They were like, I tried to get in last minute comps because Florence Pugh wanted to come to the show. And they're like, we don't have room. And I was like, I can guarantee you we'll find room. (laughs) If I have last minute guests who want to come to the show. There's like 30,000 employees too walking around. Yeah, they're milling. There's like a a new president every night. There's like a culture of milling about. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I have the time of my life there. I love this venue. And they have a billboard of you up somehow like yeah. a full <laughs> like a full movie mural never happened in the states where i have like my biggest no. audience but in london they're Wires like getting crossed about in australia i went there and they thought i was way more successful than i am like that's the beauty of going to other places they don't know they're like this is a big american comedian yeah <laughs> this is louis ck but in, when in reality it's a tumblr freak <laughs> It's his Molly Pitcher. Molly, okay. Pouring I, people margaritas on the battlefield. You remember Molly Pitcher? Who's Molly Pitcher? It's the second time you've referenced Civil them. War or something? Revolutionary War? It's also it, she's a war figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring up a war figure. To yeah, me? in podcasts, I look like I look like Molly Pitcher. I, I'm like, oh, I look good, and then I look, and it's it's Molly Pitcher doing an appearance. <laughs> and, and, the, and the person you're referencing is a war figure. Yeah. So when people would get hurt, she would <laughs> she would run around and pour <laughs> drinks into their mouths. Her job was to give them beverages. Not. I say margaritas. I don't think it was Marx. I think it was Virgin. She's a Revolutionary War waitress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Ah. She's a ser- well, the way servers act these days, you'd think they were at war. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think they were on the battlefield, Chris, the way these people are acting. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Molly Pitcher is the one thing that guys got going on and have always got going on. It's the power of the nickname. Dudes love a nickname. Dude, it, they're, it's like spiders being born, knowing how, knowing how to make a web. Uh, even Dudes the dumbest guys at high school were just savants at coming up with nicknames. They're on it. Did yeah. you have one? Oh, Flem and M. I had tons. Flem and M. Yeah. Oh yeah, tons. Will the Will the real Flem Shady please stand up? Flamingo. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you? Oh, uh, mine were all based around being fat, and I played football, so they were always like. They were always like, um, "You played football? Oh yeah, third grade through ninth grade." See, you're a paradox, and this is why you got it going on. Come on, Chris, say more about me. <laughs> <laughs> that that is. Do you ever talk about that? Uh, it, it comes up from time to time. I played. I played until my freshman year of high school, and then I had a knee injury, and so then I started doing other stuff. What was your knee injury? Meniscus. Uh, something like that. The cartilage uh, that is supposed to protect the uh, the calf uh, the calf bone from the thigh bone from yeah, rubbing against noted. each other. Yeah. Went away, and so my bones were snapping off at the end. I had to have surgery. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I was fifteen. My mom was like, "Hey, maybe something else, maybe a new hobby." And yeah. I was like, "For sure." What'd you do instead, theater? Uh, no, you would think, but I was trying to stay in the closet, so I was like, "Can't be just giving it away like that." Yeah. So I, I did student. Why government. buy the cow? You know, <laughs> when you can get the milk for free. <laughs> Why buy the homosexual when you can get student council uh, offices for free? <laughs> Yeah, it's student government. Treasurer. Treasurer, naturally. Even worse, school spirit chair. Multiple years running. Multiple years running. So you were dropping pajama day. <laughs> oh, I was dropping theme days. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like having sit downs with the principal about how we weren't going to behave at the at the game. You were warning that there was going to be an, a, a riot. I was literally like, just so you know, this one player on the other team, uh, his he recently lost his mom, and some of the kids are making a chant about it. You know, and the principal would be like, "Can you stop it?" And I'd be like, "I'm all over it, sir." <laughs> like I was, it was a political office that I held. So you were not quite a narc. Oh, I was an arc. Oh, I was an arc. You better believe it. But every once in a while, I would stick it to him and be like, students are going to do what the students want to do, you know? But I was an informant, for sure. I worked both sides. I was a double agent. You were a rat. I was a rat. 
And I hate, I hate that you've brought that up. Because <laughs> you've always been very upstanding. Well, one thing I do want to say about you earnestly, because mm. you know I'm such a huge fan, is I've always thought you were so funny and smart and brilliant. And then I, I when just when I thought I couldn't love you more, you came out for Blue Lives Matter recently. <laughs> and I thought, here's a guy who, who knows what's going on. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you being earnest. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, okay, we, I'm we, a zero issue issue voter. You're a zero <laughs> issue voter. You, you vote about nothing. Mm -hmm. Can we do some voicemails with Chris? Yeah. Chris, we have voicemails from our listeners now. Mind you, the podcast okay. has not been released yet, so these are people. Just I look for it, and there's just it's it's like a, just an announcement with no episodes. There's yet. no foot. There's no carbon footprint. Of, of yeah, this. we try to. One thing about my career is I'm smartly keeping everything secret. <laughs> I don't put things out. That's honestly so brilliant. <laughs> like the Prince Vault. <laughs> All right, let's oh, yeah, I have a podcast. I just don't let, I don't let it. Hey, um, we're wondering how do jellyfish reproduce? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're also wondering um, what uh, uh, who do what? Um, and we also want to know about your music taste. Okay, this is Grace and Alex, and we're signing off. Okay, bye, Pookie. So one thing I just want to say about my fans, they are homosexual, mm -hmm. they are drug addicts, and mm -hmm. they are mentally ill. And yeah. so I don't know what combination was happening there. Well, it's clearly in like a foreclosed townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> there were like six people on all fours <laughs> calling each other pookie. It's clearly 3 a.m. That, that you got that. This is clearly all. They all have to report to Starbucks for work soon. Yeah, yeah. and they have a house full of jellyfish, yeah. and, they, and they want more. <laughs> and they're like, they won't fuck. What's the aphrodisiac? We've been pissing on our on, on our. Is that that's not it? Nothing. We can't. How do we get them horny, Caleb? Help. I'll tell you. Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Turn it on. Watch that's, them go. That's jellyfish softcore. <laughs> Put on the deep sea and put on a little... Put on David Attenborough and watch those guys fuck. <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, me and Jellyfish got a lot in common. <laughs> That's so true. Remember back in the day, Planet Earth was what you would put on. Planet Earth was the thing. You'd be like, oh, it's just something in the background. just watch Planet Earth? We'll just watch Planet Earth. Over, let's watch Planet Earth. so boring. With, I'll tell you, one time I had a guy over. I was staying in an Airbnb, and I had this guy over, and I was like, you want to watch this, like, uh, this nature documentary type thing? He was like, no, I've been... <laughs> He goes, he goes, not mind you, he came over to, to fuck. This is like why we're here. He goes, no, I've been really wanting to watch this Korean uh, rom-com that's in subtitles. Okay. And I was like, huh, well, if you've been really wanting to watch it, maybe now's not the time to put it on. You know? This is your summer reading. <laughs> kind of, like, and we watched the whole thing. And I, I just kind of, I was inching closer. I was making moves. And then literally, oh, as soon as it was over, he was like, do you want to hook up? And I was like, I did like two hours ago, but I just did like intense subtitle reading. I'm like tired. My friend just told me about uh, someone brought brought him home after a fish cover band. He's a cover band fanatic. Yeah, and he they were at this fish cover band. I know it smelled crazy in there. I know, and and then and she was like, "You want to watch this fish documentary?" Yeah, and then she was like, "Let's watch it in my bed," and then. They just watched it in the bed, and then he went home. And it's like this is what fish fans are doing. This is like, they're like evangelists. This is fish culture. This is fish culture. That's crazy. Inviting people into the bed after the after they're already sold on fish and saying let's 
Let's watch more Jam fish. Band. Let's watch Trey Anastasio rip for a little bit longer. The terror of jam bands. It never ends. I, jam bands are one of the most horrifying cultures to me overall. Yeah, no time limit. They're scary. They're yeah, so those, scary. Those people are really willing to do anything to watch a guy play guitar for too long. <laughs> they go to any length. With dirty glasses. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know Trey has not washed those things since he got them at Lens Crafters in 08. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. They mm -hmm. asked about also taste in music. What is your taste in music? Who do you love? Mm, I like desperate synth. That's kind of yeah. what I love. You like a desperate synth? Yeah. I've okay. been listening to a lot of gold frap recently. Spotify, Spotify, uh, <laughs> Spotify Discover Weekly has been putting some incredible Are they stuff killing in it for you? Basket. They're killing it for me. What are they giving you? <sighs> they just gave me uh, a song from a band, a British band called Pref it's called Prefab County or something. Okay. And it's called When Love uh, When Love Breaks Down. And I I just loop songs. When love breaks down. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Did yeah. I kind of nail it? It's this. It's the least charismatic. This is so mean. I mean, this guy's still alive. I shouldn't say. <laughs> still alive. He hasn't died since, know, <laughs> since Spotify Weekly came out last week. So. But it's. I don't know. I yeah. I love. Uh, a, I mean, '80s stuff is kind of where where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like you're big in that. Yeah. What do you like? I like all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm different like that. I'll, oh my God. Know. Muna. I love Muna. I saw you hitting the harmonies. Come on. You had a clear, clear harmony. Had a vision. You were so good. Had a vision. Doing that. That was at their Kansas City show. I hopped up on stage with them and did uh, Silk. Silk was I, fun. I watched that multiple times. Uh, it was very cool. It was That's like the coolest shit. In Kansas City. It, yeah, it was very cool. It was it was so sweet of them to ask. I love I love them so much. And I don't care that they're gay. I don't care about their pronouns or any of that. I think they're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, hey, with me, it's never a problem. I don't think they support the police enough. That's my own. That's my one. You warning. have said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, come out for our boys. Yeah. So. Or at least just do one music video being cuffed. You know? Because <laughs> they always got the cars and they always got the feature act coming out of the back of the court. Just, I just want to see one of them. Get you know, cuffed. Cuff what, you know. Get cuffed one time. What's it going to cost you? I mean, that music is car crash music. That's like. If you're listening too loud, you're gonna you're gonna roll that thing. You're gonna get in some in some big trouble. You know that song? Stay away. I. What do I think you're doing? You're doing like. We're having a good time. What is that song? Oh, Freddie Mercury. That's what I thought you were doing, but you're doing "Stay Away" by Muna. Well, what do you think about how? I think that there's a lot of you know how every woman now has a tall, mustachioed boyfriend in LA. Like during the pandemic, it was like Salt and Pepper fiancés. They're all gone, and now they have these mustachioed. And I think, and I know that there's limited fashion choices for men, but I think that these guys do not deserve the mustache, a lot of these guys. Do you think you should be taking away the mustache? I think you need a little charisma if you're going to get a mustache. Yeah, and they're not carrying it for you. I mean, have you met these guys? I've met these. I know these guys intimately. They're some of my closest friends because they're all producers. <laughs> so I try to stay on their good side. These guys make things happen in the industry, Chris. And I we won't be crossing them. <laughs> we have to we cut, have to all cut this. John Krasinski. John Krasinski makes things happen in the industry. John Krasinski was about to Skype me. He was gonna, you, you had a Skype meeting set up with him, and then Asking you blew me it. to play his wench in Tom. What's it called? Tom can do it. What's it called? What's his show? Tom Where can he, do it. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Tom can do it. Okay. Tom can do it. In his, in his show, what is it? David goes the distance. What is, what is his show? Oh, Jack Reacher. <laughs> Wait. Oh, uh, do we have another one? 
I want. I got to get. We didn't Christmas answer the jellyfish. Uh... You did. Oh, we did. Okay. Oh, you big time did. Okay. Hi, um, my name's Piper. I'm from Missouri, which is why you should answer my question. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Um, <laughs> A little entitlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I want to know the truth about is um, how the fuck the bridges work. Um, <laughs> sort of the kind of holding things up portion of how they work and also the kind of how are they installed portion of how they work. Like There's like a minute and a half have, left, I'm seeing. Um, We're halfway through. The bridges have feet, you know, and the feet kind of go into the water. But it's like, how did they put the feet there? This is the kind of question that could drive a man insane. Like, are they moving the water? Are are they kind of just dunking the bridge? Like, our lives are fucked Is it going now. brick by brick? Also, brick. Those brick what bridges does gravity are... have to do with it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I've spent my entire life trying to figure it out. And um, so far, no dice. So... Hoping that maybe you could shed some light onto this very important topic. Thank you so much. First of all, those brick bridges you're always seeing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those brick bridges you're always seeing out and about. Yeah, to cross to grandmother's house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, though. Piper's spitting because I don't fucking know. I don't know. No, no. I, I got a feeling of full body dread listening to Piper talk about that because I, it's something that it's it's something I don't want to think about. And now that I now that that has been incepted, my mom actually has a fear of bridges. So does mine. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking with you. My mom got finally got on Sarkel. I hope you don't mind. I spelled the T. She got on anxiety medication because of bridges. <laughs> she, Chris, she's always had a fear of bridges. And one day she always had to cross a bridge to go to work. And one day she couldn't do it. She, she literally pulled over on the side of the road for two hours and was like, I can't cross the bridge. And the next day she was like, I'm getting on meds. She, she's on the suspension bridge Lexapro dose. <laughs> it's, it's the best thing that ever happened to her. That is, wow. That's. I mean, I do think it's a sign of intelligence. It changed her life because we're, no, right. I mean, we had tech ed in, in middle school, and we <laughs> had to make suspension bridges. And obviously, mine couldn't even handle the lightest of weight. Yeah, yours got yours got blown over by a small. It blew breeze. up. Yeah, it exploded. It it, it blew up the, the whole town. <laughs> my t- my town is a sort of Chernobyl esque site because I tried to build a bridge. Yeah, yeah. Generations are ruined. You, you know when a house blows up in a in a in like a, an action movie? Of course. Why is it just the house? What do you mean? You know. You know how it's just the house that blows? Mm. Wouldn't it be like a bit? It's the, like why would it be small? Like, would it be smaller or bigger? It's just the house. What do you mean? You're expo- <laughs> you think it would be like the ground as well? Or I what? don't. I mean, like the blast <laughs> radius is just perfectly the house. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what are the odds that it would be like this? <laughs> the blast is like a split, exactly that of a split level home <laughs> in lethal weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Just that piece of yeah. land. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But okay, but back to suspension bridges. <laughs> How do you think they work? Piper. Piper was talking about feet in the water, and that's where I started to get sick. Yeah. Because I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> that is where I saw I saw your stomach turn. You got queasy in that moment. Uh, yeah. I'm going to cry. That's so... You're right, because that is so sad to think about. The bridge has feet in the water. Before the bricks. The feet sustain the bricks. Yeah. I mean, Piper, look, to ask this to Caleb is such a, it, it is such an imposition. Yeah. Shoot it straight. Tell Piper. Thank you. Stand up for me. To introduce this concept to us, like, obviously, we're not going to cross any bridges now. No. 
Like, I'm done with bridges. I'm done. And I actually love bridges. Yeah. But I'm done with the One of the biggest things that ever happened to me was the 6th Street Bridge in Los Angeles getting built. To the downtown? Oh, yeah. Downtown to Boyle Heights. Arch District to Boyle Heights. I was there for the grand opening. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I crossed it. How close to the pig butcher is that? You know what I'm talking about? Pig butcher. You know the You'd pig farm? You have to say more. I used There's to a pig in farm Heights. in DTLA. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in Boyle Heights for a second. There's a pig farm. Yeah. Did not know that. I would hear the screaming of the pigs. <laughs> you trying to audition for a toothpaste commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Just pigs howling in the background. Sorry, I'm in Boyle Heights, you guys. Chris Fleming, six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> My my smile has never looked brighter with Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done a commercial? Yeah, I did a uh, Tim Eric, which is it, it is insulting to be cast in a Tim and Eric commercial because they're casting carnies. <laughs> <laughs> but I told myself I'm like, no, I'm in on it. I wasn't in on it. <laughs> Tim was like, stick your tongue out, get in your get on get on all fours. And it was it was for glue. It was, yeah. <laughs> you, did, you did a Tim and Eric commercial for glue? Yeah. It's Whoa. like me and a bunch of there was one lady called the Pink Lady, and she was probably 89. And she was dressed in all pink, and she would go everywhere with these suitcases that were seriously her height, both pink. All pink. Yeah. Oh my god. Did she have to get on all fours and stick her tongue out for glue as well? Or? She didn't. They did. They gave her a little more dignity than they gave me. <laughs> young, being on all fours is a young man's game. <laughs> We're not going to yeah. put the pink lady through it. Yeah. But Chris, we need you to crawl around. Yeah. Licking my lips. <laughs> Chris, lick your lips. Lick your chops. Casting <laughs> <laughs> <Justin> Cardies. <laughs> I love- I love Tim Heidecker. I can't believe he put you through that. I know. He's not right. You should call him out professionally and publicly. We talked, we talked about it. You um, talked afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Him being actually a good musician is a really, it's a turn I don't, I can't respect. It's too much. He, he's like the, like the most talented visionary person yeah. I can think of. It's fucked up. Yeah. He's so, like, <laughs> the, probably the funniest actor yeah. I've, ever, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Have you done commercials? No, they won't allow me. <laughs> yeah, I think I read that. They I, won't. Yeah, Newsom released the. <laughs> they won't let me in the space. There yeah. is nowhere in this industry that they now they've allowed me to slip in a couple places. There's yeah. nowhere that they want a fat gay guy. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not like the, They're not like. Please bring us a fat gay guy. You know what I mean? There, I sneak in a couple places. Yeah. When they leave the door open. When they leave the door open. If it's a big enough door. Yeah. When they leave the door open, I get in there. But yep. anytime they find out who I am, they go, wait, you're fat and gay? Get out of here. I'm glad that you feel, I feel like a pariah. I, I just went to, uh, we can talk about this after. <laughs> this is an after thing? Yes. Okay, great. I love that. We'll talk about, we'll talk about our status afterwards. Yeah, yeah. What, how did you end up in LA? Because you were, you were talking about New York comics earlier, but I genuinely... Uh, Everyone thinks I live in a cider mill in Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, did you end up in LA? Yeah. Uh, a manager scouted me in Boston. Yes, this is the... Okay, please, yes, tell the story because I saw a bit of this. And then she became a chef she be- <laughs> when I moved out here. So you were I in... I landed at LAX and I see her posting about just shimmy peppers <laughs> in Times Square. Well... So, so you were doing comedy. Yes, I'll be a tutor. You were doing comedy in Boston. Mm-hmm. She scouts you, tells mm-hmm. you to move to LA. Mm-hmm. You do it. She p- 
promptly becomes a chef. Promptly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Expeditiously yeah. enters the chef world. Immediately. <laughs> what what happens to you? Do you oh. What happens to you in those years? What years? Well, what year did you find out about me? You? Oh god, I was born in 95 and I think I became aware of your comedy in in probably Sorry, that's a big question. 9/11 hadn't happened. <laughs> I think I, I was, it was 2000 <laughs> that I became aware of you. Yeah, that's about right. No, I was uh, I was just drowning out here, like trying so hard to get booked on free shows. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Sending Facebook messages trying to get booked on free shows. The era of the era of starting comedy and just begging to do somebody's bar show that they're not even going to give you a drink ticket for. It's insane. Please. What did we th- <laughs> Please. Please. I know I'm wretched. I need this. <laughs> just let me, just let me, give me five minutes. To Please, if I can just do three. Please, I have a great new observational bit about, about the police. About the police. They're a not celebration so of the <laughs> give, give them a shot. Let them work. Yeah. Have you ever run your hand through the crew cut of a cop? That, that, I will say that killed at Stories Cafe, though. <laughs> I saw you do that at Stories Cafe, the crew cut bit, and it killed. Yes, thank you. They loved that at Good Heroin. <laughs> at Good Heroin. <laughs> they loved it. Outdoor shows, like, I did a show at JFL Outdoors, and they were like, you're going to have fun, but you're not going to hear any of the laughs because the trees soak up all the laughs. Yeah. That was a direct quote. The trees, the trees are greedy in that way. They yeah, love the they laughs. Need it. <laughs> you can't have them. The trees need them, Chris. Yeah. When, no, did, when did you move to L.A.? I moved to LA, and you're gonna love this. June of 2020. Oh my god, June! <laughs> COVID. So you knew the risk. COVID was well and you underway. Took him. <laughs> I moved to LA when COVID was raging. Yeah. Uh, you moved here when Trump got COVID for sure. <laughs> yeah. When he tested positive, and I, you got down. I pulled into the city. The entire city is clouded in smoke because of the wildfires. Right. Oh, We're wearing yeah. masks because of COVID, and then the cloth masks. Cloth masks. And then With the, sunflowers on them. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. gorgeous statement pieces. You know Zoom spread was the number one spread of COVID, I just read, and, and FaceTime? Zoom. Zoom and FaceTime were the number one spreaders of COVID. Yeah, isn't that fucked up? Now, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Imagine if Zoom was... They profited? Bad. No, no. Imagine if that's how you got... If we found out. It came through the screen. Yeah. <laughs> that's what was happening? Yeah. Did you have to do a Zoom holiday with your families? With your family? Oh, yeah. Oh, Easter, Zoom. I remember... Oh, God. Oh, God. We did, we did a Zoom oh. Thanksgiving once, and I, 15 minutes yeah. in, I was like, we didn't set an end time. That's right. We didn't set an end time. I don't know how to get off. <laughs> they think I can stay on all day. Someone had unlimited Zooms. Remember when it was 45 minutes? Oh, someone paid. Yeah. Someone paid. Yeah. And I was like, we got to get off here. You had a Daddy Warbucks in the Zoom? Yeah, someone, so someone in my rural Missouri family was like, yeah. we're going we're gonna to pipe up for it. We're yeah. going to do it. John Edwards' hometown, right? John Edwards. Who was that? He was like a senator who cheated on his wife a couple times. You're a hero. You yeah. love John Edwards. Of well, course. I didn't like him until he did that. Right. And then you're like, hold on. Yeah. This guy's got some points. Oh, because he's a Democrat. Yeah, well, honey, he's a Democrat. I love them. <laughs> what you're thinking about primarying Joe Biden. Well, Obama and Biden are doing a Netflix is a joke bumping mics. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's Obama and GW, and they're doing it at Dynasty. And they're it's almost sold out. Bumping mics at Dynasty. Low ticket. Please go get them right now, you guys. I love the low ticket alert. Oh, low ticket like, alert. I think we should be able to do that, send it out like Amber Alert. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden. Low tickets. Joe Biden, low ticket bumping mics. I'm not going to stress out about someone having low tickets. He would do. He would do Dynasty. He wouldn't do Masonic. We are the kind Obama of would do Elysian. Obama would do Elysian. Yeah. I heard the Obamas have uh, single-use laptops. (laughs) 
like K cups. They've got K tops. <laughs> just toss it. Yeah. Get it out of here. Yeah. Obama's bisexual reveal has been beautiful to me. Oh, I know. Him him just over the course of decades coming out to us as bisexual to me has been yeah. so beautiful. He's the perfect bisexual guy, wife and kids. There were Easter eggs. Yeah, there were signs all along. Yeah. yeah. His little him singing Al Green at like uh, election <laughs> events. I'm like there's some the way he was singing it was a little fatty, you know, like he was trying to tell us. He, and he would always Mitski was always showing up on the lists, right? <laughs> Like my favorite songs of the year, y'all guessed it once Mitski. again. Mitski, yeah, he loves her. A forty-five minute song by Mitski, <laughs> and then I go hang out with my wife and children. Yeah, on Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard. <laughs> he probably puts on a Ronald Reagan mask and sneaks into the back of the Mitski show. What? What do you think, the Mitski? Reagan can I hide in your piano during your set? <laughs> Chris, <laughs> what do you think the Reagan mask would do for him? Why does that? It's do a disguise. Yeah, well, it's a disguise. No one would think it's Obama in the Reagan mask. You, Reagan. you know how <laughs> he would pick a Democrat. <laughs> exactly. Right. I think that, that guy's that guy's got the shoulders of Obama, <laughs> but he's wearing a Reagan mask. He wears the tan suit. <laughs> oh, remember <laughs> he, gives the, oh. he gives himself away immediately. I, I've been thinking about the tan suit since you said bye, but it seemed too easy to say <laughs> that, that. You know. But, oh my God! Remember how. People were pissed, right? People were so mad. They were like, yeah. he's not presidential. <laughs> yeah. He wore a tan suit. And That's how averse we are to freaks in this country. Well, because he was wearing granny panties underneath. Yeah, that, that was, was one thing that they was the big. Yeah. yeah. That was the big He was wearing pantaloons. Those old <laughs> school, like, <laughs> that, that Mr. Toad from Wind in the Willows wore. <laughs> just so he could upskirt when he was driving around town. <laughs> Oh, I'm out of control. That's how fuck. he talks. Why would he talk like oh, that? Oh, fuck. My pantaloons. <laughs> it's all coming out. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, Chris, I have a question for you. Yep. We Obviously, we've had our fun here on the pod. Mm, you're, what, about to, you're about to ask me to leave. Yeah, I'm like, you need a security is here. You need to go. What is, what is something that's so true to you? Okay. Now, you know I, I, I have a million of these. Okay. Something that's so true to me. I mean, there's a couple things. Thank you. Fashion brand company is big bud for evil people. <laughs> okay. You and have big to, bud <laughs> okay, keep going. is just apparel for people who are verified but shouldn't be. You have to be, there's like 17 people that this, and I'm one of them. There's 17 people that this speaks to. Big Bud, you might have some latitude with, but fashion brand company, you are asking a right. lot. I got more, I got more, I got more. And you're right, by the way. People always say that, that China sent TikTok to destroy this country. Yeah. I think the app, I think the most dangerous app development is Close Friends Instagram. How so? I think that whoever came up with it is some sick fucking Palo Alto <laughs> roaming around his orange grove, just shooting oranges with a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, how can I make high school truly unlivable? <laughs> My promise to Mark Cuban or Mark, one of the Marks, that's a way to hurt billionaires. You, you, you pretend to not know who made, who was in charge. Oh, I thought Cindy Crawford it, it owns that. Cindy I, thought, Crawford. I thought Cuban did. I thought, yeah, one of the marks. He's going, I need to make good on my oath to make sure that no high schooler 
get a night's sleep. Because imagine they're tossing and turning. Oh, did Catherine take me off close friends? Maybe she hasn't posted in a while. If if they had close friends when I was in high school, yeah. I would have enlisted in the army. It would have, I would have bought fatigues on ASOS, and I would have showed up to Vietnam. This is two thousand five. I would have showed up to Vietnam and said, "I'm he- I'm here to help. Whatever you need." ASOS, you would have bought fatigues on ASOS. Showed up to Vietnam to serve. Mm-hmm. Are you using close friends on Instagram? Am I on yours? Yeah, you are. I'm on there. I only put pictures of my mastiff, and I haven't posted in a long time. <laughs> We had something much worse when I was in high school. What's that? Yik Yak. <laughs> Do you know about Yik Yak? <laughs> What's Yik Yak? Yik Yak was, Yik Yak was de- designed by Al Qaeda <laughs> to to and Crystalia to destroy. <laughs> it was a collab. <laughs> Him and Crystalia came together to make Yik Yak. Yik Yak was a an anonymous social media. Was it based on location, guys? Yeah. So you can only do it in a certain mile distance. So people set up their hubs at their school, at their high school. Their hubs. They're like they're like Yik Yak hub, and you would post. People would get on there and be like, "There's no usernames. There's no IP tracking." Oh my god! Allegedly, and people would get on there and go, "Caitlin sucked Derek's dick behind the bowling alley last week. Right? She's a huge whore. Right. She's never going to heaven." <laughs> and they and this is the kind. I'm from Missouri, and this is the kind of stuff they were doing on Yik Yak to the point where we had an assembly about Yik Yak, and they had the police come and lie to us. They had the police come to an assembly, and they go, we have tracked all of the IP addresses. The police would never lie to you, Caleb. No. I know that you feel that way, Chris, but they did. Believe me. They said, we, they said we've tracked all the IP addresses, and we know who's posting things on Yik Yak. And the, the, Just, oh, the and air sucked the, out of the Oh, that's brilliant. Literally, literally 300 teenagers just going, uh, What's the equivalent of that? Would be the equivalent would be uh, when our texts leak, which will everyone's texts are going to leak in a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, they're coming out. Yeah, yeah, and that's that. That's the only fear I think that I could imagine that is like that. You Did you? Were you a poster? Horrible stuff. Oh, uh, totally. oh, I was posting on Yik Yak. Yeah, I actually. <laughs> what were you saying further. on Yik Yak? I've never saying, even heard the words Yik Yak. Yik Yak is real, dude. And I was going even further. I started. I uh, here's what happened. Yik Yak came and went. Yeah. We were all still craving the gossip. I want right? when it says Yik Yak. I want something after. Like a don't talk back. I, yeah, I want like a I want a bar I want a bass or a baritone. Yeah, yeah. And don't put and don't talk back. And look at my back. And I look I look at my back knee. It's high school. And, <laughs> and look at my back. Stacy's got back knee. <laughs> look at my back knee. <laughs> I want my baby back. Baby it's an back. implied knee. Yeah, it's just it's there. Like, yeah. I, we were still craving gossip after the, there was a, a vortex created a vacuum that existed mm-hmm. after Yik Yak. So I was talking to a friend maybe two years ago and I said, do you remember when that horrible Twitter account popped up, CHS Confessions? And my friend goes, yeah. And I go, that was horrible, CHS Confessions. They were saying awful things about people. Yeah. They were spreading rumors about teachers and students alike. Oh, CHS was your high school. CHS was my high school. Yeah. I said, can Caleb you believe, high school. <laughs> Caleb High School, where yeah. I went. Yeah. I said, can you believe that someone did that? And my yeah. friend goes, Caleb, you ran that account. <laughs> and I go, I, oh. go, I go, no, I didn't. And he goes, yes, you did. Do you remember it started? because? And then I go, my God, I did. Yeah. But, and I had really rewritten. Yeah, you've got the, you've got the killer gene. I had really rewritten in my head. Did that I, I do never, that? I was literally like, yeah. CHS Confessions yeah. was horrible. Yeah, Dahmer had that. Yeah, Dahmer had that. <laughs> Who did that? 
Did no. I fuck that skull? No, no, no. I did. I was I just did. singing karaoke. That now day. there were there was a committee of us. I think five or six of us ran CHS confessions together. <laughs> now that I was re was revealed to me in my memory, but I was a collab. It was a collab. You were the, you're the spirit week coordinator. And I do remember we had like a meeting when when the cops also came to talk to us about CHS confessions. I love the police. Guys. The police were really <laughs> present. There was one that like hung out at the school. He was actually did they a pretty have dogs? nice guy. <laughs> He no. These are the yik yak sniffing. sniffing. <laughs> Dogs. Yeah. They can tell whose phone has it. <laughs> Who's Blackberry? Who's Blackberry has yik yak? Wait, what year was this high school? This you is 1995. You, wait, you went to high school in 1995? No, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? We've got we've got social media and Blackberry somehow. I'm in like this really advanced town in Missouri. You were born in 95. Uh, I went to high school. You're 28. Asking. I'm 29. Okay. Freshly. Um, barely. Yeah. Uh, I went to high school. I graduated in 2013. Oh my God! Is my truth? You are a spring chicken, Kate. I'm the youngest they come. Yeah, but I'm an old soul, Chris. Not even thirty. And not even thirty. All that. that is cool. I'm not planning on getting there either. You were in Jurassic Park at what? Nineteen. I was young. I was young when I did Twenty Three Seconds in the Jurassic World movie. That's all you need. That's all you are need. Are you kidding? The checks come. I'll say you get checks from movies like that. That seems kind of silly sometimes when I get things where I'm, I don't know if we need. <laughs> <laughs> you're a little bit. You're a little bit on the executive side. You're like, I don't know if we need I to pay Chris for that. Yeah, I forgot I did that. Yeah, I don't think. I think you could easily get away with that. You could probably keep your seven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to send it my get way. Get yourself some chicken parm. Get yourself some chicken parm <laughs> from the strip mall Italian restaurant that does the DocuSign signatures. Yeah, yeah. Get over there. <laughs> That's right. What do you think is so true? What do I think? What's is something so that's true? so true to you? What's on my mind right now about so true? You know what? I keep a little list and I'll read you one. How's that? I love notes. I love the notes app and mine are psychotic. I Here's something true about me. Two years ago, mm -hmm. I started, uh, I remember doing it. I started an iPhone note called Beautiful Thoughts, <laughs> earnestly, because I thought I've been having a lot of beautiful thoughts. I should keep track of these. Checked in on it recently. Not a single entry. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that seems to me, Ben Franklin, uh, to uh, release his autobiography, mm -hmm. he like like you writing beautiful thoughts. Mm -hmm. See, it's it's almost like you're anticipating dying and having someone find your phone. Yes, like I would never talk to myself like that. Yeah, that do it. that is such an awareness of the audience that's very brilliant and very young. And Ben Franklin did it for his autobiography because he thought it would be too vain to write an autobiography. So he tricked, he made it look like he was writing a letter to his son, and then he was like, you know, publish really it. it. Yeah, put it out. Oh, sorry, bro. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to hear that part, you're gonna have to go to the Patreon. The link to that is in the description of this episode. And now back to the regular episode with Chris. Cinema. Oh, yeah. Martin Scorsese wants what they have. Uh, obviously, Scorsese's daughter made that. Scorsese. What's her name? Um, Who was it? Like Katarina or something? Uh, I think Joe Pesci. Joe. <laughs> Joe Pesci Scorsese. Joe, she Joe Pesci Scorsese. She Pesci. Yeah. She Wolf. She Pesci. <laughs> she Pesci. Have you seen the new She Pesci? Our two prof name. Yeah. Are you writing on the new She Pesci? Well, are you, I thought you were staffed on She Pesci. <laughs> you, you were EPing on She Pesci, I right? got, yes. Yes, yes. That's so big. Congratulations. Thanks. I remember when I used to EP. That was it's a really Cito. fun yeah. chapter. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're, seriously, you're going to have so much fun doing that. I really yeah. love that for you. I really appreciate you saying that. <laughs> who, who would play She Pesci? She Pesci, me in a wig. <laughs> I'm always trying to cast myself. Whatever it takes. You're, you're going to be in Trash Mountain, right? Or you can't reveal that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ro uh, Rode, star. I'll star. Star, great. Number one on the call sheet. Great. I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm the lead guy. I'm the lead character. It's in Rachel it. said it on day. Like, and like, Actually, we're going to try it with her. We're going to just, we're going to run. <laughs> we're going to run with something different. We're going to do a rehearsal with her. Oh, the number of times I take something out for pitch or I'm having a, a general with someone and I'm talking about an idea that I had and yeah. they go, oh my God, you should, when I've clearly written the main character for me. Of course. And they go, you should write like a really fun, like number three or four for yourself. And I go, mm. huh. We'd so, love to see you get slammed in a door. <laughs> I, we would love if if you could play like Brad Pitt's like gay assistant. That, oh, oh, he would kill in the lead role for this. Yeah. He would kill as twenty five year old gay man. If we could see you in a window in the background, just going. <laughs> That's how Jonah Hill started out. That's like a very Seth Rogen turn for you. I, I would see. I could see that. Remember how good Jonah Hill was in that? Wait. Oh my god, I forgot. That's the weird thing about things that pop so violently about like when he was so mad at his surfer girlfriend. <laughs> Remember, it's like it's it like hits you so hard in the frontal lobe that yeah. then like I I hadn't, I forgot. Like I do think I've been wiped of that because I, I think things can be so top of mind for a day that yeah. then it's gone. It almost yeah it almost clears the hard drive. Yeah, forget it. Just wipes because these are not armored hard drives. These are not the the Seagates. No, no, they harbor our minds. A little, a little wind can kind of take out a couple gigabytes. Yeah, wipe some things out of there. Yeah, I'm counting on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. counting on yeah. that being true. <laughs> yeah. I need some things wiped out. Yeah, Chris, yeah. I have a game that I think you're going to do very well at. Here's the deal: Scrabble. <laughs> We're going to play a full game of Scrabble right now on camera. Uh, I'm going to ask. I'm going to tell you 15 true or false statements. Oh, awesome! If you get more than 10 of them correct, 10 or more. Mm -hmm. I am going to give you 50 US dollars, and that's a promise. <laughs> there's a cash Chris, prize. Chris, there's a cash prize. I don't need a cash prize. No, it David. raises the stakes. This is for the pod. The fans want it. I would have won a tie if I knew there was a cash prize. Okay. So I'm just as quick as you can. I'm just going to give you the statement. Wait, I'm sorry. So I say true or false? You say true or false. Okay. If you can say true or false. Okay. Pigs don't sweat. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> You gotta go. That's a Bruce Springsteen song. You better go. Uh, true. It's true. The Massachusetts state bird is the red-capped chickadee. That is true. False. Black-capped chickadee. Oh! And you're not from Massachusetts at all, bitch. This shoe was the little chubby one. Dolly Parton lost the Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Yes. True. Horses cannot breathe through their mouths. <laughs> through their teeth. Ma true. True. Barbara Walters was an elite-level scuba diver. True. False. Cookie Monster's real name is Sid. <laughs> True. Saturn is not technically a planet. False. False. The Buffalo Bills have won two Super Bowls. Uh, true. False. They've won zero. No, okay, Let's okay, not okay. forget. Okay. What about the, Empire State, the Empire State Building has its own zip code. No. True. Winston Chil Chil Churchill's mother was Irish. <laughs> true. False. She was American. The shortest war in history lasted 38 minutes. True. True. The big Mike war. Mi true. Michelangelo wrote a poem about how he hated painting the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> true. True. Amazon's Alexa is named for a French queen. Amazon's Alexa is named for a French queen, Chris. False. False Library of Alexandria. Woodrow Wilson's face was on the $100,000 bill. <laughs> False. True. Kamala Harris has a degree in musical theater. <laughs> True. False. <laughs> How many did get right? Seven. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go back to school. Chris isn't gonna make Kamala it right. Harris has a degree in musical theater. That's a good one. You, you think you just fell out of a coconut tree? That's a music, that's a BFA right there. No, you exist yeah. in the context. Yeah. That's a BFA. Oh my God, that was so scary. I know. I know you like horror, so I wanted to ramp you up a little bit. No, I do like the adrenaline spike. <sighs> but I think you, you, I think you saw depleted. how bad of a student I am. 
I'm such a bad student. But you basically just did the SAT. What if I passed out on air? I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> that would be huge. We that need a viral clip. Hu- yeah. Viral clips are everything now. You know that. Oh, my God. The, and whoever, this, the, they have these demented people clipping podcasts. Yeah. They're like, okay, but you're going to do a good job. You yeah. can tell. No, these guys are different. Job. Yeah. No, no, it's truly. Like, but like, usually what comes out, it's like me sneezing blood. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, just, it's me just like looking at my hand. I'm so glad you brought this up because it would actually be a huge help to me. You know, I don't really do front-facing videos or anything anymore, so I need this these clips to go. Mm-hmm. Could you just give us a viral clip of some kind? Is there anything you have? Yeah. Do you have a stepladder? <laughs> <laughs> it would just really a leader help. of Sprite. <laughs> I need a stepladder. A leader of Sprite and, I, and a katana. In tw- it's gonna be 20 minutes. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, Caleb. Uh, I am a huge fan of yours. Everybody should go watch Hell on Peacock. Oh, thank you. And I'm a huge fan of yours. Everyone should go check out uh, The Visit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a huge fan of yours. Everyone should go check out M. Night Shyamalan's work. Truly, you got to watch it. This loser has nothing on M. Night Shyamalan. My jaw dropped. I'm telling you. you I cannot. Please watch it. Please watch it. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks so much. What's up, fat? It's... If you guys like that hilarious episode with Chris Fleming, one of my favorite comedians in the whole world, please go watch his special Hell on Peacock. He's just one of the funniest doing it. Go buy tickets to his stuff. But before you ever think about spending a dime on Chris's shit, come see me live. I'm playing New York City March 28th, Washington, D.C. March 29th, Philly March 30th, Chicago April 1st, uh, Nashville April 5th, San Francisco April 9th. Uh, Los Angeles, I'm at Largo on April 10th, which will be so special. All those shows are with my friend Annie DeRusso, one of my favorite musicians in the whole world. We're doing a co-headlining tour. I'm going to do comedy. She's going to do music. We might kiss. I'm always teasing heterosexuality. I might finally get back into that. Um, and May 6th, I'm playing Netflix is a Joke Fest at the Masonic Lodge um, in Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Los Angeles. And so is Chris playing that venue at some point during the fest. Um, please go buy tickets and come see me live and go check out the Patreon. Um, the Patreon is for people who actually support me and love me and anyone who watches this stuff for free and doesn't pony up a little bit of cash, uh, I don't see you getting past the gates of heaven. I see you being rejected back to hell. And that's just kind of my personal opinions on things. Okay, love you guys so much. Ciao, bella.